Hail you nostalgic Texas dips. Welcome to 9021 Here We Go, the podcast that takes a look at each episode of the Beverly Hills 90210 franchise from Fox to the CW. One of us is a 9021 expert and the other is a 9021 novice. I'm Kendra Mickles and I'm seeing these episodes for the first time. I'm Nick Gunning and I've seen them all. You can find more about this show and others like it at our network's website, WaitierMeanwhile.com. Share your thoughts on this and upcoming episodes by following us on Twitter at Here We Go Pod. And please rate, subscribe, and share this show wherever you get your podcasts. I feel obligated to point out that you said Waitio, meanwhile. It's fine. I was really hoping you didn't hear it. (laughs) I just kept kept moving. I kept moving, hoping you didn't hear me say that. I know. It's almost as if you were under the influence, Kendra. Maybe. Which is the episode we're discussing today, season five, episode two, under the influence, and boy, some stuff happens. You just today. said you just said influence. So. I was hoping you wouldn't notice. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's uh, let's crack open the Condor. Condor is committed to professional standards, and professional ethics. The weak need not apply. This episode originally aired on September fourteenth, nineteen ninety four couple of movies came out at this time quiz show starring john Turturro, ralph fines uh hank azaria christopher mcdonald lots of people i you got I, real tired of this list of names <laughs> it was a long list i think i've seen this movie i'm, I'm probably 99 like positive i've seen this movie and that i liked it but yeah. i can't remember anything yeah. that happens so mm-hmm. my husband's listening to this right now like yelling yes you have yeah yeah, I so. think he had to watch it for class, so that's probably when you oh, watched it. Oh, yes, 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 probably. Uh, and September 16th, Time Cop, not to be confused with Time Fox, uh, no, starring... No, which which was my childhood novel about time travel. That's right? a very deep cut, Kendra. People don't know that reference. <laughs> I'm sure we've mentioned it on this podcast maybe. before. Maybe. Maybe. Starring uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme. This movie is actually a lot of fun. And there was a sequel that was kind of only loosely connected in a short-lived TV show that came out around this time. It was seven or eight episodes. And I loved it because, as you know, I love time travel. <laughs> uh, did you know that people have actually come up to my dad in grocery stores and told him he looks like Jean-Claude Van Damme? Yeah, I can see that. Like, I can see that. It's happened multiple times in yeah. multiple places. Yeah. And I think he is, he looks a lot like him. So I see it. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. Uh, TV show, September 15th, The Martin Short Show, which is a sketch mm. comedy show, premiered. Yeah. I didn't know he had a show. It only lasted for two seasons. I bet it was hilarious. And he had a short lived sitcom, too. Martin Short trying a few things in the 90s. Successful. Uh, he is currently in the show Schmigadoon on Apple Plus. Yes. Um, I am up to date on Schmigadoon. I'm really liking Schmigadoon so far. So, Yeah, it's fun. Uh, September 19th, your show, Nick, ER. Here it is. Love it. What a time to be alive. I don't know. This was just the golden age of television. Hey, you know what? ER featured Christine Elise as Dr. Harper Tracy. Oh, uh, she was on much, connection. much more episodes of ER, but she seems to be better known for playing Emily Valentine. Yeah, probably. And uh, September 11th, we had the 46th Emmy Awards. We didn't talk about these last week, did we? No, I don't think we did. Okay, cool. I'll tell you some of the winners. Okay. Uh, outstanding comedy series went to Frasier. Outstanding drama series went to Picket Fences. 
Outstanding Variety Music or Comedy Series went to late like, The Late Show with David Letterman. Mm-hmm. Um, outstanding Lead Actor went to Kelsey Grammer mm-hmm. for Frasier. Uh, outstanding yes. Lead Actress in a Comedy Series went to Candace Bergen as Murphy Brown. Murphy Brown, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, which was which was not that long ago, unwisely rebooted, much like Frasier is set to be rebooted. Kendra, you're a diehard Frasier fan. How do you Frasier's feel about Frasier's getting rebooted? New... Yes, with Kelsey oh. Grammer and they haven't they haven't listed like the original cast, like who's all coming back, but yeah. I'm okay with that. I loved Fra- okay. I love Frasier. I listen. I love Frasier too. I think it's, this is a bad idea, but we'll see. I've been wrong before. Uh, I thought Brenda was here to stay. <laughs> it's probably not the best idea, but uh, yeah. But I, I'm okay with it. I'll take more Frasier. All right. And then it gives me okay. an excuse to watch Frasier again. So it sure I, does. I'm yeah. looking through real quick. I'm just trying to make sure. I don't think anyone from 90210 was nominated. For the Emmys. I doubt it. I'm pretty year. sure Mil- Milton Burl, I think, was the only Emmy Emmy award for 90210, but yeah. Yeah, I don't see any. But anyways, that's some of the big winners for the Emmys in 1994. Okay. Uh, Music-wise, on September 20th, the Beverly Hills 90210, the College Years soundtrack was released. Yes, we did a whole episode about it. If you didn't hear it, pop back. Listen. Yeah. And uh, the top songs here in September on the uh, Billboard Top 100 are I'll Make Love to You by Boys to Men and Stay, I Missed You by Lisa Loeb. Okay. Yeah. Featured in the movie before. you love, uh, Reality Bites. Reality Bites. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Nick, take us beyond the zip code. Well, from 2011 to 2015, Tori Spelling did some voice work on the Disney Channel series Jake and the Neverland Pirates. She portrayed the pirate princess for four cool. years on the show. Yep. I love, uh, that's a Peter Pan thing, I assume. It is a Peter Pan thing, yeah. I love Peter Pan. Yeah. All right, well, let's let's get into our synopsis here for Under the Influence. When the gang gathers at Andrea and Jesse's for Hannah's baby shower, Donna drops the bomb that she's taking a semester off to debut in Houston society, much to Kelly's dismay. Meanwhile, Dylan is back in town and isn't taking the news of the Brendan Kelly Brandon Kelly pairing as well as Steve did. That's for sure. That is for sure. All right, Nick, who's living in Beverly Hills? Today's episode was written by Chip Johannesson and directed by Paul Scott Paulin, that is. Um, listen, I'm, I'm listing Kathleen Robinson, who plays Claire, as a new cast member here, because from this point on, she's basically a series regular hmm. uh, for, for this season. Um, I don't know that she's, I don't think she's in every single episode, but much like with Joey Tata last week, I'm telling you now, I'm not going to list every time Claire's on the show, because she's upgraded to and also starring at this point. So nice. not quite to the level of Mark Damon as Benoza, but she's essentially a cast member here. All right. We have a lot of returning players, including Joshua Beckett as Josh Richland, Cress Williams as Deshaun Hardell, Catherine Cannon and Michael Durrell as Felice and John Martin, Nancy Fernandez as Nadine with some dialogue in the Peach Pit this episode. Yeah. This is the final of two appearances by Steve Brady, who plays Gary Holtz, Dylan's like skeevy banker. Mm-hmm. He appeared in shows like Seinfeld, Law and & Order and Different Strokes. Elsewhere in the cast, we have David Dean as Travis Farnham, Donna's date. He was in Baywatch. He was in Viper. 
We have Laurie Seaborn as Eberly, Dylan's One Night Stand. She was in Parker Lewis Can't Lose, Silk Stockings, Martial Law, and more. Her name was Eberly? Eberly. I she thought he down, said yeah. Beverly. Eberly. 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 Okay. Yeah. And I don't remember this. So uh, it says real life soccer stars Paul Caliguri and Kobe Jones are credited as themselves. I have no memory of this. And it's, it is on IMDb as well that they're in it. And I don't, I can't think of when they're like, look, it's professional soccer players. I just, I don't remember this. So weird. Maybe they were at the banquet. It's possible. They just didn't make a big deal out of it. They just like, kind I don't of put know. Them in the scene. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, it's listeners, possible. But if, you know, you, if you know where they are, let us know. Yeah. Special shout out to new listener, Jody, who solved a mystery about radar love for yes. us, which it always comes back to music replacement so we don't know the answer to this if you know the answer to this you can find us on facebook or here we go pod over on twitter yeah that's it for the guest cast today kendra all right well let's get into this episode episode oh gosh. two under the influence so excited we get a cold open is this like a regular yeah. now that we're gonna do cold open seems that way yeah it does all right. i like yeah. the cold open um, I, I do too so they're at the baby shower for hannah jesse is filming mm-hmm. everybody and everyone's being quippy for the camera um, Valerie takes over so that mm-hmm. Jesse can sit down. She's Brandon, just part of the group. Yep. She's, she's just there. Brandon has lost the beard, which I am <laughs> happy about. <laughs> That's literally the first note that I wrote. I was like, yeah, they were like, they fed the same reaction where they were like, mm, no. <laughs> that didn't look great. Um, <laughs> so yeah, no beard. He looks great. Um, and someone says something to Donna about like, oh, we're all registering for college soon. Mm-hmm. Brandon is meeting up with Josh Richland. So I guess water under the bridge yeah, there. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. Um, to, Josh wants to talk to him about something. We don't know what. And Donna takes the opportunity here to announce to the friends and the camera as it zooms in on her face mm-hmm. that, she so long. Is, <laughs> that she is not going to college this semester. That's right. There's the intro. Uh, all right. After the intro, we go to the bank where Dylan is having a tough time. Yes. He's basically cleaned out. He's trying to cash in like a savings bond and he's yelling at the banker. He's like, you, you transferred eight million of my dollars right after 30 minutes after I deposited it. And I'm like, OK, if you're talking in the millions, you're not sitting at one of the tiny desks in the lobby. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, if a high roller comes in. You're not like, yeah, sit over there by the dumb, dumb suckers. You know what I mean? No. Well, to be fair, he did it. have he did have Jim, and he yeah. fired Jim, and now yeah. maybe he's stuck with this guy. Yeah, so. no, I just mean at a bank. If somebody's oh. talking about oh, that sure. much money, you're not going to be with one of the Joe Schmoes out front. But you know, <laughs> you've never worked at a bank. You don't know. You're right. No, you're right. I haven't. I haven't. I'm a I'm a banker novice. So yeah. So he insists that the guy do this savings bond thing, whatever. Um, and he goes outside while that's happening and runs into Donna and Felice. Uh, and they catch up a little. Donna says like, Oh, I had such a fun time in Houston and we're having this banquet for the, uh, season and I'm going to be debuting this Christmas. And he like, mm-hmm. doesn't know what that means. Yeah. Um, but she means, she like, keeps saying that society. like everyone is just like, of course. Yeah. I know what that means. Like nobody knows what that means. Well, Donna. I thought, I thought the term was coming out. Isn't I it? did too. So I wonder why they didn't say that. I, I, well, I don't know. It must just be a different thing. I'm, must, I'm not sure. It's different. No. Well. Listeners. 
<laughs> listeners. Um, so yeah, so there's a banquet this weekend and she kind of, Dylan kind of sort of says that he will buy a table. Um, yeah. kind of. Um, yeah. and Donna is like, Oh mom, he's going to buy a table. But the, mm-hmm. the banker calls him back inside. So they, they have to, uh, part ways. All right, I've got two things about this already. First of all, Luke Perry is the MVP of this episode. His acting is so strong. Yeah. Because he's he's acting completely different, but not like out of character. It's just Dylan in a completely different set of circumstances. And he's treating that, it, you're just seeing a completely different side of him, which I think is really cool. I thought the scene with him and Donna worked really well. And it was interesting to see him sort of, like it's Luke Perry playing dark Dylan playing like he's okay you know what I mean there's like so many levels and I just thought it was really well done and outside of that time where he and Donna like made out as a joke in front of Kelly I feel like this is the most Dylan Donna interaction there's a lot of Dylan Donna in this in all five seasons so far I I just really I just really liked that scene it was a strong start to the episode yeah he he's great and uh I like that his hair is lighter like he's been Mm -hmm. on the beach all summer and it's like lightened up his hair he hasn't had a haircut in a while. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. At the Walsh house, Valerie and Cindy are talking in the kitchen, and Valerie kind of mentions, oh, I have nothing to wear to this banquet. And then Cindy gives her her credit card and is like, go buy yourself a dress. She also says Brenda is a size two. Yeah. I don't know about that. Yeah. I know. I thought the same thing. I was like, really? I it just, just the fact that there's no way, like Valerie's so much bigger than Brenda. I yeah. don't know. And Brenda wore a lot of like frumpier dresses. I right. feel like she could have found something. I to think wear. she probably could have too. She yeah. could have found something. She could have. Hey, Cindy's still doing college. Yeah. Cindy's mm-hmm. doing course selection there. We haven't heard about that story in a while. Yeah. She's, uh, she's pursuing her degree. Good for her. Mm-hmm. So as Valerie is leaving with the credit card, she overhears Josh and Brandon talking in the living room, and Josh wants Brandon to be his running mate. Yeah, for he like student body, his, yeah, whatever you call it in college, president, he is VP. Um, and Josh is kind of like Valerie, convince Brandon. Can you convince Brandon to do this? And she's like, probably, but then she leaves. Mm-hmm. Um, and Brandon just isn't into it. He's like, I'm not cut out for student politics. It's just not really what I want to do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, uh, Kelly calls, so saved by the phone call, Kel? I guess. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good. Uh, calls to tell Brandon that Dylan is back in town. She is at Donna's. They're like setting up for this bank. I guess, is the banquet at her house? Did it I seems like that? it's at no. It seems like it's at her parents' house, like her parents' Beverly Hills house. Yes, they, that's what I meant. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So she's, she's like, gone, she's helping. She's with gone that. full Texas. I just yeah. have to say, Donna is just one hundred percent. Mm-hmm. Yes, and Felice mentions to Kelly, like, "Oh, don't worry, we'll cover the rent until you find another roommate." Yeah. And Kelly's like, "Uh, okay. First, I'm hearing of this." So she goes inside to talk to Donna, and Donna's like, yeah, I might be moving to Houston to debut, basically, because my cotillion is there. It was like the plan for Felice to tell Kelly, because Donna's like, oh, didn't my mom talk to you? And she's like, what the heck? Why didn't you? But Felice is so manipulative, pretending like she already knows. She's just the worst. Yeah. Yep. 
so Kelly is not happy with the way Donna is acting, the way she's letting her mom kind of run the show uh, right now. And she she kind of makes that known. But Donna's like, oh, I don't know. This is this is just what I'm doing now. So and it, at this point, is Kelly connecting it to David? Because I know that is her she, assumption. She's about to in the next okay. scene. Okay. So she back at Kelly, Donna, David's. Um, Kelly is talking to Brandon and she's like, it's like a cult <laughs> kind of <laughs> thing. A little bit. Um, yeah. And she she tells Brandon that she thinks all this is because of David, that she doesn't want to have to deal with the whole David thing. So she's running away from that mm-hmm. and not going back to college. And uh, Brandon is kind of like, oh, what's the big deal? It's just a semester. She'll be back. Yeah, it's a weird posture from Brandon. Yeah. Yep. Um. They also mention here, Kelly says it's kind of like being back in the triangle with... With Dylan being back in town, with yeah. With Dylan being back in town, yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're like... And Brandon's like, well, but I'm not Brenda. Like, this mm-hmm. is this is different. Yeah. And they kind of decide that Brandon is going to go talk to Dylan alone. Yes. How do you feel about this, Kendra? I, I don't think there's any good way to tell him, so... No, I don't think there's a good way either, but I do sort of feel like Brandon is the one because, I mean, theoretically, Brandon is the one who's going to have a continued relationship with Dylan. You know what I mean? Like, so it just seems like that's the way to go. It makes sense. I mean, they're close, so it makes sense for the two of them to talk. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, And if if Kelly and Brandon went to talk to Dylan, it would kind of like be like that episode where... Oh, yeah. They went to go talk to Brenda. Uh-huh. So, yep. <laughs> yeah. At the Peach Pit, David is there paying for his meal, and Donna enters with Travis, who's just flown in from Houston to be her date for the banquet. That's right. David's <laughs> looking extra derpy with his, like, shaved sides and his, like, little frosted tips dangling yeah. down, mm-hmm. dropping his change all yeah, over the ground. Yeah, he drops his change everywhere. Travis picks it up, and they have kind of an awkward introduction like uh, Travis is like, oh, won't you join us? And yeah, which David is a and... weird move when yeah. it's clearly that Donna and David know each other. For him to do the invite, I thought was strange. But... Yeah, but uh, that doesn't happen. And Travis, mm-hmm. after David leaves, kind of picks up on like, oh, well, that was kind of weird. Um, but yeah, so awkward. Mm-hmm. At Dylan's, Brandon arrives, and Dylan has got his bike working. Which is progress, but... Yeah, he's been tinkering on it for five seasons. Yeah, but he is drinking. Yeah. Which is never a good sign with Dylan. No, it's not. Um, No, it's not. And Brandon has a... I don't know. His reaction to the beer, I thought, was a really good piece of acting from Jason Priestley. Like, he clocks it and has a big reaction, but kind of, like, catches himself and tries to be like, hey, it's cool, Daddy-O. What's going on with that beer? You know, but you can see... (laughs) You can see right away, Brandon's like, danger, danger. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So then Dylan starts talking about like, oh, I've been kind of missing Kelly. uh, Brandon's like, well, Brenda asked about you when she called. And he's like, Bren seems like so long ago. And you and Kelly are the only ones I have kind of thing. I got to give him props with already the way that uh, the amount of times they've mentioned Brenda is a very natural thing to do. Mm-hmm. Like normally in a TV series, when a character leaves, like you say goodbye, and then you're like, we shall never mention this person <laughs> again, Mark Brandano. It's like, you're never, never going to talk about him again, but they're acting as if Brenda's a part of their life. She's just somewhere else. And I think that's a cool thing they do. 
Yeah. All right. Then we go to daycare because Andrea is a mom now. I know. This is her role. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So they're touring this daycare, which I guess is the college's daycare for students. Yes, but she makes it sound like it's staffed by students who are in like the early childhood development Mm. program kind of. So, yeah, it's like when you go get your teeth fixed at like a dental school. Same kind of thing. Yeah. um so andrea is impressed they took the tour and she's you know she's like all right let's do it but jesse is not really there he's like do you really want someone raising our daughter all day Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh jesse by the way wearing a horrible shirt i just want that i didn't even notice he had the baby strapped to him so i didn't i was looking at the baby i guess yep um but Andrea's like, this is free. Like, we don't have to pay for this daycare. It's just going to be new. It'll be fine. And Jesse's like, all right, let's do it. I did have kind of a weird, like, you know, our son was had a babysitter sometimes, and I did always feel a little like, ugh. Yeah, I'm sure that's hard. You know. So I, I could sympathize, is all I'm yeah. saying. Yeah. At the Walsh house, Brandon and Kelly are talking on the phone, and... Brandon's like, oh, I didn't tell Dylan, just wasn't the right time, but I will tell him. Meanwhile, in the background, <laughs> Veronica is just in the bathroom. Veronica. I'm sorry, <laughs> Valerie. I wrote Valerie. Veronica. I wrote Veronica for some reason. That makes Valerie. Sense. This, is kind of, this is kind of a Veronica play if we're going to talk Archie. <laughs> Valerie is in the bathroom behind him, just in her underwear, bra and underwear. She sure is. Um, yep. Getting dressed and. You know, kind of is like, Brandon, do you see a stain on this dress? And he, like, has to hang up with Kelly. Yeah, he's like, I gotta go. <laughs> he says, and, he's like, kind of hard to focus on the dress, Val. Yeah. Uh, and she's like, oh, sorry. I thought we were like family. Well, bye. Yeah. Yeah. She's being sneaky. Vamp. That's what I said. She's a vamp. Hey, do you think that he should have just told Dylan? Because I do. Yeah. Even though Dylan led point, with, like, I've been thinking about Kelly and everything. It's just, like, now, now, like, not only are you dating his ex, which is frowned upon in the friend world, but you've lied to him, essentially. Well, he did the same thing him... to Steve. I know. Yeah. He didn't learn from that. I guess because it learn. went so well. <laughs> I guess so. Steve, yeah, Steve recovered. <laughs> so, yeah, I definitely think, especially because now... When Dylan does find out, he's going to be like, why didn't you tell me yeah. sooner? Yeah. So. All right. We go to this fancy banquet, banquet, which I guess is at uh, their house. It didn't look like it was. But no, I no. I, I think, I think, you know, that I think about it. I think there was like a pre-party. That's because they were at the house when they were okay. like getting around and everything. But this was the Bellage Hotel. Okay. We That's saw what the I thought. I didn't everything. think it yeah. was their house. No, okay. you're right. But the earlier like dinner party thing was their house. Yeah. Where Felice confronts Kelly about the rent and everything. Maybe they were just getting like place cards and like stuff ready to bring over. I don't know what they were doing. Um, Brandon brings Valerie a drink and they're talking, commenting about how Steve and his dad are arguing about golf. So weird that Rush Sanders is name dropped 100 times in this episode and we don't see him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They keep being like, Rush bought a whole table and Rush is so excited. That's, Valerie says that early on. She's like, Steve's dad is paying for the whole thing. He's not mm-hmm. in the episode. Nope, not there. 
everyone at Donna's table is like, oh, you need to go to Houston. And um, Travis mentions uh, that she's going to do the Texas dip. The Texas dip, Kendra. Yeah. Enter Deshaun, who's like, I've been to Texas. I don't know what the Texas dip is. Mm -hmm. And Donna and Deshaun, as we know, have a bit of a... A little bit. A relationship. A little bit of some chemistry, I think. I'm all for a pairing of of Donna to Sean. I want to see it happen. Me too. So apparently a Texas dip is a bow that you do when you're presented uh, in Houston. So they make Donna get up and do it. And it is the lowest. It is. It's intense. I mean, she she just keeps going. She looks like a crazy person. It looks like she's sinking into the floor. Yeah. It's it's not a good look. It does. And why she do it in the middle of the room with that terrible hair. I don't know. I know. She's really doing the slick back. Yeah, she is. Yeah, it's not good. It's not good. Kelly is highly unimpressed. She's like, see what I mean, Brandon? It's like a cult. She's doing the Texas dip. At the Peach Pit, Jim and Cindy are eating dinner (laughs) and talking about how Valerie bought a $300 dress with their credit card. And Cindy's like, Brandon, I had the same problem. She's got, she looked all over for something on sale. And Jim's like, "Mm mm-hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. sure yeah she sure did yeah she did in walks dylan Woo! and and jim is not happy to see him no they're very uncomfortable nor is uh nor is dylan happy to see them and he walks up and confronts them and he's like you got something to say say it to my face kind of thing and cindy tries good old cindy tries she's like hey we were not talking about you if it looked like we were i'm so sorry and then it gets ugly yeah, Dylan is like, this is my restaurant. You banned. Yeah. <laughs> you can't yep. come here anymore. And Nat is pissed off about that. I know we get like an, a Nat scene, which we yeah. have not had in a while. Nat follows Dylan out back and is like, those people can come to this restaurant anytime they want. Yeah. What is wrong with you? Such a good scene because you don't. I don't know. I mean, Jim, Jim and Dylan have had their sort of paternal kind of arguments or whatever in the past but this it just is feels very different to have nat like come down hard on him and dylan kind of take it there's still that sort of paternal element but they're a little bit more like peers i just felt that the scene worked really well i thought joey tata nailed it yeah so he also says he's like is this about kelly and dylan's like no and then he's like well it's no wonder that she Ran to Brandon. Ran to Brandon because yeah. you, you're acting like this. And uh, oops. Yeah. <laughs> Dylan didn't know. Yep. He yep. He's beans. like, what did you say? And that's like, I, uh, <laughs> what? I'll be right there, Nadine. Uh, at the banquet, back at the banquet, Steve is bummed that Valerie hasn't been giving him any attention. She hasn't said a word to him, I guess. But Brandon says that he'll... Uh, or he asked Brandon to put in a good word for him with mm-hmm. Mallory. Yeah, right. Travis is looking for Donna. I uh, can't find her, but he has requested they play the song Faded Love, mm. which always got her when they danced to it in yeah. Houston. Well, Kendra, I'm sure we'll hear the song Faded Love. Then, yeah, probably. Think. We'll probably. hear it unedited. Kelly and Donna are in the bathroom and Kelly kind of uses this moment for whatever reason to confront Donna about how crazy it is that she's doing the whole 
debut, letting her mom mm-hmm. bring her into this world kind of thing. Yeah. Well, it is a little crazy. Yeah, and but Donna, you know, yells right back at Kelly. Kelly's like, this is about David. And she's like, it's not about David. I saw David and it was fine. So shut up about it. <laughs> and uh, she runs out of the bathroom. Yep. And she goes to sit like in the lobby of the hotel and Deshaun finds her. And gives her a little pep talk. Mm-hmm. Cute. You know, he's like, you know, you're great. And uh, I'm I'm in your fan club, just like everybody else is. And, you know, it's going to be great. Yeah. You're going to be fine. And then he asks her to dance. Here for it. Uh, well, you know who's not here for it? Who? Is Felice. Really? She really? Is not okay really? with them dancing together. Because he's an athlete? <laughs> Yeah, that's the reason. Oh, okay, I wasn't sure. <laughs> well, during that scene, I was like, "Why is she upset?" Mm. I guess we'll. Uh, I guess we'll. Yeah, see. We'll, fi- we'll put we'll put a pin in that. And we'll, we'll see. Find out. Um, <laughs> it was funny while I was watching this episode. I had paused it because Eric had come home from work and we were talking, and he was like, "You can finish it," and I was like, "I'll just finish this scene because I'm pretty sure Dylan's about to show up and punch somebody." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and as soon as I hit play again, it was like, here's Dylan. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So Kelly. You know and- what? This this scene is masterful. That's yeah. all I'm going to say. Luke Perry nails every beat and just gets everyone. It's like, bam, 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 bam. I love it. Yeah. So he doesn't punch anybody, but uh, no. he does walk in to see Brandon and Kelly kissing. Yeah. And they kind of go at each other. And it looks like it's going to lead to a fight because they're like, you want to go? Yeah, you yeah. want to go? Uh, yeah. But basically yeah, I'm surprised he... Brandon took the bait as much as he did. But he, yeah. Brandon was, yeah, Brandon was ready. Dylan has that classic, like, well, my best friend and my best girl. Love yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but basically, he knocks over some glasses and and storms out. Felice is there, like, can we not? Like, can we take yeah. this somewhere else? She's yeah. not happy yeah, yeah, yeah. that this is happening. I just think it's so. First of all, this is the first time Valerie sees Dylan, like IRL. Oh, she's yeah. like that's that's dylan that's brenda's dylan and donna's like kelly's dylan whatever <laughs> Just a funny scene. <laughs> but steve dylan. is like yeah steve is like well he never really was one for subtlety and i'm like geez steve yeah you be sympathetic like you just went through the same thing before but in fairness nobody knows that dylan's lost everything true they just think he's they don't really know why he's out. acting yeah this way so Brandon tries to play it off too. Brandon's like, I tried to tell you this afternoon. And he's like, really? Cause you told me you came over to make me feel better to check on me. He just, he just gets everyone. I love it. Yeah. See, Brandon should have said something. That was the time. Uh, okay. So then we go to the bar where Jesse works and uh, Jesse's getting those tips, getting the, getting uh, the, I do. Yeah. the good bar money. Yeah. And mm-hmm. Dylan comes in and is like, hey, I want a drink. And Jesse's like, well, you're underage, so I'm not going to serve you. Yeah. Well, another bartender starts to do it. And Jesse comes in and he's like, I got this, you know, and then he cuts him off and everything. This, in all the time we've had Jesse, is the best Jesse scene we've ever had. It's do a you good, agree? It's a good, it's a really good Jesse scene. I mean, I, I liked think... the early Jesse and Andrea yeah, yeah, yeah. meeting scene. But this is the best we've had in a long time. He just really holds his own with a very aggressive Dylan, you know, and he doesn't seem like lessened by it or weakened by it. He doesn't back down. I just I was just really impressed with Jesse in this moment. Uh, And this is where Dylan meets Eberly, 
who is like, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna buy the drink for him. And Jesse's like, No, I don't think so. And then she gives him his like, drink. That's not how it works. Saying, yeah. Uh the yep. dumbest line, he's like, she's like, that's not the only way for you to get a drink. And Dylan's like, Well, I'm all ears. And she's like, I hope not all ears. <laughs> and they leave together. That's a dumb yep. line. It is. All right. At the Walsh house. Valerie is eating grapes in Brandon's doorway in a robe, a very short robe, mm-hmm. waiting for mm-hmm. him to get home. I'm confused about. So he was like in the bathroom because he like came in the bathroom and she was standing in his actual doorway. So he must have oh, he must yeah. have like come in, gone to the bathroom and then come out. And she was, standing I guess there so. Or something. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, Jim or Cindy could walk by at any time and see her seductively True. eating grapes in his doorway. So I don't really True. understand yeah. that plan. But anyway, he kind of warns <laughs> he kind of warns her to stay away from Dylan right now mm-hmm. because he's an alcoholic yeah. and, you know, whatever. Um, but Steve is taking Valerie to registration at CU the next day. And Brandon puts in his good word for Steve, says he's a good yes. guy and a good friend. So... Valerie's like, I got it. I got you. At Donna's house. Donna, Ugh. well, Felice, Felice's house. Uh, Donna yes. comes home. Travis is back at his hotel. Um, And Donna, or sorry, Felice is very unhappy with what happened with her friends at the party. Oh, yeah. Um, She's yeah, like, basically, she's like, these were our guests. This reflects negatively on all of us. And Don is pretty chill about it. She's mm-hmm. kind of like, he's having a rough time. So give yeah. him a break. Well, guess what else Felice is upset about? <laughs> what, Kendra? She's upset uh, that she was she made a spectacle of herself by dancing with Deshaun. Mm. Because he's an athlete? Not, not not really because he's an athlete. Oh. I don't know that that's what oh. bothers her. Because Donna says, uh, if the sight of me dancing with a black man offends someone, then that's their problem. Mm-hmm. And Felice, and Felice is, like, is like, no. Yeah. It's yours. It's ours. She really, she's like, mama racist. <laughs> she is not <laughs> subtle about it. At. She's not subtle about it at all. Yeah. Yeah. It's... <laughs> No, there's there's no misconstruing what Felice means by this. And Donna's kind of like, okay, all right, <laughs> got it, got it, understood. Good to know. This is uh, this is how you feel. So, uh, bye. Uh, all right. So Dylan, or sorry, Kelly comes to see Dylan at his house, and at first they're just standing in the doorway talking and. Uh, she kind of pushes her way in and Eberly is there and they're doing body shots off each other and making out with each other in front of her. And yeah, uh, it's gross. Again, great, great Luke Perry scene here though, because she says, come on, we'll go get, we'll go talk. We'll get a cup of coffee. And when she pushes in, Eberly's like, you didn't tell me you were married. And he's like, no, I'm not married. She just wants coffee to talk. And then he's like, you know, drinking shots off of her body. And yeah. Just, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's just, uh, it's just a really funny scene. And then Kelly's like, it's over. Which I was like. Apparently it wasn't over before. Have <laughs> Is that something that needs to be said? Yeah. <laughs> and he kind of 
calls her out on it. You know, he's like, you don't come over to your ex's house at 3 a.m. to talk, lady. Mm -hmm. And in that moment, I was kind of like, that's true. Mm -hmm. Like, Talk why in the daytime in a public place. Why, why is she there? That's what that's what I need to know. Because I sort of feel like it was a little bit of a... Well, it seems later like she was up front with Brandon about it, though. Yeah. Because she tells Brandon that she went over there. Yeah. So, I don't know. But you're right. I, don't I mean, know that's that not the best him... time to do that. Yeah. And she does... The way she says it's over, the way she reacts to everything, when he says that, she's not really like, how dare you? She's kind of like, shut up. You're the one, you know? So... I don't know. I sort of think that that maybe uh, maybe we were a little bit in backslide mode there. I don't know. A little bit, maybe. Next morning at the Walsh house, Valerie uh, is preparing. She like takes a joint out of her secret box and puts it into a cigarette carton. I don't know how that's better. Yeah. I don't know how that's a better place for it. But I don't know. Whatever. Uh, Steve is there to pick her up to go to registration. And she he's filling in Cindy on what happened with Dylan at the banquet because nobody right, told Cindy. They don't know. Yeah. Right. Cindy then offers to give Valerie a, a ride home later. But Steve is like, no, no, I am her personal driver. I've got it covered. Mm-hmm. Yep. And we learned that Brandon got a call from Kelly uh, so he has gone out. Uh, and we see the next scene is he is at Dylan's house. There's empty bottles everywhere. Um, and he kind of wakes Dylan up and is like, get dressed. I'll be outside. We need to talk. I, I'm i not a fan of this scene. No? What do you think of it? I mean, I guess let's go through it. But uh, So basically he tells Dylan like, whatever feel however you want about me but you can't treat kelly this way yeah kind of thing i mean i think it's like gallant of him to stick up for her like that but also i i think they're equally they've equally hurt him probably kelly yeah so i just i guess i just sort of feel like when he first shows up and dylan's asleep and he's waking him up i thought okay brandon's gonna come as a friend you know brandon's gonna be like look you were blindsided I, I'm sorry. I guess I thought he was going to take some sort of ownership over it, which I, after this many episodes, I don't know why I think Brandon would do that, but that's what it kind of seemed like to me. And so for him to be like, Hey man, that wasn't cool. I just thought it was kind of a dick move. Mm. And I don't it know. It seemed like I mean, he was still in like, I've got to be tough with you because you're an alcoholic and I'm your friend kind of yeah. mode. But I just think he would have gotten a lot better response if he would have talked to him as a friend and not as like a disappointed social studies teacher. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a good way. To I just it. I didn't like the I didn't like it. I didn't I don't think it was a good look for Brandon. Yeah. And I'm honestly kind of on Dylan's side, really. I mean, you know, he, he was a jerk to Kelly, but he didn't go to her house at three in the morning and like yell at her or something like he said his piece and left and she came and sought him out. And yes, he was a jerk to her, but I just sort of feel like, you know, he's in a place where I think rightfully he feels betrayed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So next scene is back at the daycare. Andrea is dropping Hannah off for the first time. And she is saying all this stuff to the girl at the front desk who is, clearly over it and not really yeah. mm-hmm. she's like all right mm-hmm. we've got it like you're good you go yep. leave the baby yeah, um please leave. but then 
she she gets Hannah's name wrong. She calls her Anna. And then she yeah. doesn't have Andrea's name written down correctly. So all of a sudden, warning bells are going off, like, mm-hmm. that they're not really taking this seriously kind of thing. Um, and then she goes to fix that, the name on the card, and another woman walks in, the one who had given her the tour, and she's like, oh, before you know it, she'll be crawling and walking and talking, and it's going to be great. <laughs> she won't even recognize you. Yeah, she says that. She's like, she, you won't even recognize her is what she yeah, says. right. And Andrea's like, oh, I don't know yeah. about this Mama now. Go. Yep. Yeah. Back at Kelly, Donna, David's, Dylan... Whatever, Brent, it, it worked, clearly, what Brandon said, because he he is there to see Kelly and to apologize. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, she is not there. Donna is there. And we get a nice Donna-Dylan scene mm-hmm. where Donna is like, you don't have to apologize to me because I know what it feels like to see the person you love with somebody else. Right. Mm-hmm. It really sucks. Yeah. Um. And so they have a little heart to heart. Donna wants him to come to registration with her. Right. And he's like, I'll meet you there. You will meet her there, I'm sure. Yep. He also talks to her about David. He, you know, she opens up and says she's worried about seeing him on campus. Yeah, he's like that skinny little idiot, David. (laughs) Silver. Yeah. You're probably fine. (laughs) On campus, Brandon and Kelly arrive to register. Brandon says he's feeling disgustingly wholesome after everything that's gone on with Dylan. I don't know yeah, why he would feel that way, but... That's earned. I think he means he feels better than Dylan. Oh, yeah, well... <laughs> I guess. You know, Kelly is walking with, like, an extra at one point. I don't know if it's now or later. It's later, but... yeah. Okay, but it's, it's isn't weird. that a weird... Okay, it is, well, when, yes. we, when we get there, I have um... thought. <laughs> uh, Claire is there. She has just registered for classes. Yeah. Uh, and guess what? She's a sophomore because of all her AP credits that she Great. had. Same grade. Same grade. You say grade in college? I didn't. Yeah. Grade? <laughs> Level? Year? Year. Probably year. year. Same year. year. That's it. Yep. Brandon goes it's to been see... a long time. <laughs> Brandon goes to see Josh and agrees to be his running mate. Yeah. So we get another political season with Brandon. I can't wait. Andrea is on the phone with... Uh, Jesse saying that she's changed her mind. She's got mm-hmm. Hannah with her. She did not want to leave her at daycare. She's going to work it out. It's just, it's like a two second little thing. This is where we see Kelly talking with someone and is like, okay, I'll call you later about that. And they just walk <laughs> off screen. The person doesn't say a word or look at her and just leaves. It's like, wait, Trisha, <laughs> come back. <laughs> Kelly doesn't have your number. I don't know who that was. Maybe maybe we'll see her again. Maybe they told her, like, all right, you're going to walk next to Jenny Garth, but don't you dare make eye contact <laughs> don't with her. Don't say a word to her. <laughs> Even if she says she'll call you, just keep walking. This is Beverly Hills 90210. <laughs> this is the big leagues. <laughs> uh, Donna and David run into each other. And he's like, oh, I thought you were taking this semester off. And she's like, nope. And he's like, well, does this mean you forgive me? And she's like, no. <laughs> it means it's a big campus, so see you around, I guess. See you later, see you later Gator. Uh, she also, then she goes to talk to Kelly, and she's like, I'm ready to move back in. I'm ready to, to be in college. Also, Dylan stopped by. You should give him a chance. He was there to apologize. Mm-hmm. And he's going to meet her. He's going to meet her there. 
any minute. Except he's not because the last scene is... <laughs> um, we, we just keep seeing the, the pool balls yeah, yeah. breaking. Aerial uh, shot of a billiards table. Yeah. <laughs> and he uh, he's at the bar and he's drinking and playing pool. He loves a drink. Yep. And that's and the end of the episode. Kendra, I loved this episode. Really? You loved it? Yeah. I did. I, I mean, it was. I thought it was really good. I thought it was very solid. I can't remember if it was in my it, the season five episode or the season four recap, but I was saying that we're getting to a place now where my memories of the show change and crystallize into more like real memories rather than just like, yes, nostalgia. This episode... Every, like Donna doing the stupid dip, Dylan showing up all drunk, Valerie trying to seduce Brandon in those horrible high-waisted underwear, <laughs> all of that. Like I remember so clearly. And I just think, like I said at the top of this, Luke Perry nails it. And I just think this is such a fun episode for yeah. everyone but David. And I guess Steve doesn't really get much either. Yeah, but, Steve doesn't get too you know, much. But I just think it's a, it's a really fun episode. I, I think like we're that. building to some stuff with Steve. So I think we I are. Can, yeah. I can let it slide. But yeah, yeah. I, I think it's... Uh, I thought it was solid. I enjoyed yeah. watching it. I'm interested to see where it all goes. Yeah. Um, I hope Andrea gets more to do this season than just be the mom because mm-hmm. while being a mother is obviously very important, she also has other stuff that they can do True. with her. So. Yeah. I mean, she's the smartest character we have. Yeah. She's like the one <laughs> with the most drive, you know, and the most yeah. like, potential for the future. And she's kind of locked into this storyline. What's your 90210 snap in a snappy little episode here? Mm, I guess I would give it to the Dylan confrontation yeah. scene at the bank. You can't beat it. Yeah. I, I thought about the scene with Kelly and Eberly, but you got to give it to that first one. It's just, it's the stuff of dreams, Kendra. <laughs> it's good. It's very good. I feel he does such a good job of making you feel for him. Oh, yeah. I just want to be, I just want to, you know pat his head and be like it's gonna be I know. okay well that's the thing because he's he's playing a lot of complex emotions because like he just lost an entire family and no one knows this mm-hmm. you know like he lost this family which i think yeah, is more donna devastating. mentions them yeah at the beginning yeah, of the episode and, Kevin, and yeah. he's like eh, he just kind of like yeah she's like is, so is that where you and kevin set up shop and he's like no no but yeah he's got he's got the loss of his sister and like surrogate family plus the loss of his money. And now he comes back. Brenda's gone. Like his friends are pairing up and he's just like totally on the outside. So he's like super sad, super mad. And now like drinking again, just a lot going on. And I just think he really balances it well. Yeah. I I wonder if we're going to see Erica again, because they had her like write that note in the bathroom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't know. I, yeah. I'll be interested to see. I will there. be interested to see too. So stick with us, folks, as we go forward. Uh, in the meantime, though, you can catch me every other week on This Endorian Life, a Star Wars podcast from the Radio Meanwhile Network, where we're looking at all the episodes of the Ewoks. And that's with uh, my old pal Steve, who is in our Sharknado episode. Sharknado! So go find us over on Endorian Life. What about you, Kendra? I am Miss Musicbox91 online, and I have a website, MissMusicbox.com, and I have an Etsy page, Miss Musicbox Crafts. And I am also the co-host of the podcast, 90s Music Got Me Like, where each week we look at a different 90s song. And most recently, we looked at Pump Up the Jam. Mm, Pump it mm, up. Mm, mm, Pump it mm, up. Mm, mm. Just in time for Space Jam. So Perfect. Yeah. Space Jam mood. Hop on over there. I'm not. No. <laughs> Neither was Eric. Spoiler alert. <laughs>
<laughs> no surprises there. All right. Well, you can join us next time right here as we continue our 90210 discussion with season five, episode three, A Clean Slate. 902, and here we go.